Wouldn't it be awesome if somebody could just tell you where this whole online business thing is heading in the future? Well, guess what? We've been getting it right around here for about 15 years. We have some pretty good ideas about what's coming next. Stick around for a chat between Jim and his coaching program director, Mr. Nathan Bailey. This episode is packed with good stuff. And now, here's your host, Jim Cockrum. Hey, thanks, Sam. Thank you so much as well, listener, joining us. Thank you for joining us again for another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim Cockrum, and I love doing this. This is so much fun. And today, we have a guest that I've mentioned to you a couple times before on previous episodes, but he hasn't actually joined us in studio yet for an interview. And that is, of course, my partner, Nathan Bailey. He runs our coaching program. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Jim. I'm excited to be a part of this podcast thing, man. I can't believe you know, how well it's doing. Man, I, it's same here. We didn't anticipate this. We thought, you know, maybe six months, eight months from now, let's see if this thing takes off. Will people like it or not? I'm overwhelmed, blown away by the response that we've gotten. So uh, just, you know, we're up there with the big boys. We were talking just a few days ago, you know, how we're up in the top 10, top 20 business podcasts on a regular basis now when we launch shows. So Thank you, listener. You guys are making that happen, spreading word of mouth way faster than we ever anticipated, which is so cool. But but let's dive into some great content. Of course, the topic today you read in the title, it's going to be talking about the future of e-commerce. But before we get into that, I want to let you know who this guy is that's on the line with me. And just to make it relevant right out of the gate, here's something that I think that Nathan and I have done. We've been working together well over a decade now. And, and actually, I fired the first four guys that came in in his position and fired him fast. And I, I gave Nathan, I had you nervous. How long did I have you nervous, buddy, when I brought you on board? How, how many months was it where you were wondering if you'd still have a job next week? Oh, I, I was going <laughs> to say years. Right. I mean, I, so we're going on our 14th year of being partners and working years, together. Yeah. And I thought maybe the first five years, I think we're both very cautious because there there is a lot of stuff out there that you know, can make you spin your wheels and waste your time. And, and I'm proud to be you know, part of what we teach with you is everything we teach is tested and proven and works. And, you know, right. I, that's what I love to do is I love to dive in and, and prove it and, and learn it and do it. I, I'm a sponge for this kind of information. I've, I've been doing it for a long time since yeah. I built my first website in 1995. Yeah. I mean, we've both been doing this since the early nineties, goofing around on the internet, but you know, the, the metric that sets us apart from everyone else in the industry is we measure our success very simply in success stories. If you're going to be so brash as to get out there and say, hey, I can teach you how to build a business on the internet, well, you know what? You better deliver. And I mentioned firing some other coaching directors when we started trying to offer coaching and going down that road. And I told them, I don't care about conversion rates. If I send you 100 leads, I don't care how many people you turn into coaching students. It's completely irrelevant to me. What I do care about is our Results are coaching students having success and is the sales process leaving them better than we found them. Those are the only two metrics I cared about. And to this day, we talk about it all the time. We've never discussed our conversion ratios and our, and how many people are coming through when it comes to coaching, because it's a very intimate thing that we're getting into. It's a lifelong agreement. We're saying, we're going to work with you until you succeed. And we're going to be here for you after that. And many of these great people, we've coached over a thousand people now, Nathan, and many of them have gone on to be our best coaches, 
our presenters on stage. I mean, this is a lifelong commitment that we make. So thank you for understanding that vision early on. And you told me, I remember you said uh, when we first met, I'm going to make this work. I'm the guy that you're going to stick with. And I thought, yeah, right. The last three guys said the same thing, (laughs) but you got it. You understood the vision that I want to be doing this 10, 20, 30 years from now. This is what I was made for. And it's been a lifetime mission for you as well. And the ripple effects of just, it's undeniable now. And you know, it's really cool to be able to sit here with you, Nathan, and say to the world, to everyone listening, check our reputation out. You don't have to listen to another word that Nathan or I say today. Just go do your research. And with tens of thousands, actually hundreds of thousands of buying customers now who have bought either a course or training or coaching or something from us, go try to find some people who have spent money with us and came back and said, ah, that was a waste of time, waste of money. You just can't find them. They're just not out there. I'm like one or two, maybe in the last 15 years. Come on. I don't think even one or two, really. I mean, if you followed through on exactly what we teach you and you didn't get results, you didn't do it then. That's the key is if you follow through on exactly what we teach you, you're going to get results. I mean, I have so many people that I've worked with over the years that they've been with the right mentor. They've been with the right person that actually cares about their success rather than just going through the motion. Not just a coach that just coaches for a living, but they actually do the business full-time. They run their, I mean, that's the criteria for being a coach working with us is you have to run this business full-time. You can't be a guy that does this on the side or whatever. You have to be a professional online seller. Right. And this is, it's a side gig to coach with us. It's got to be a little side gig. Leaders create leaders, Jim. And that's what's happened. Your leadership that you've passed on to me and that I've passed on to others that pass on to clients and clients become partners with us, right? They become our partners in business. I have tons of clients and tons of success stories there. But then- Like Brett, you know, I mean, not to get you off track, but I mean, he was, he was a dude who came into our community with 400 bucks in the bank and a wife saying, this is your last chance, buddy. Then it becomes a family situation. Yeah, it's it's practically family. I'm going to be staying at his house here, you know, in a few weeks and we're hanging out and talking ideas and he's got an eight figure business and a hundred people on his team and and we're shaping how e-commerce is taught effectively to serious entrepreneurs. You know, so it is, it has a very family feel. That's what our live events end up feeling like. You're the one that coined the term. It's like you captured it best. You said it's one of the only business events you'll ever attend where you're more likely to get a hug than a handshake. It's like it has become a real community, a very supportive, positive community. So, and you've been a big part of helping make that happen. So thanks, dude. You've, you've done great work, man. And the opportunity uh, for me to work with you has been such an honor, man. I won't mention names, but I've worked for the so-called big boys, you know what I mean, of marketing out there sure. that have multi-million dollar enterprises, you know, teaching the, this kind of stuff. And none of them, I feel, have the brain power that you do or the culture. You have a culture for people, Jim. It's not about uh, – money is like third, fourth, fifth. I mean it's, it's – I love that it's God. And then it's people in your family, right? right? And then money. Money's down the line, and, and that's been our mission. It's been, it's been more of a building the kingdom or part of our mission at doing this as, as opposed to like, hey, let's work together and get rich. It's never been about the money, and that's why I love working with you, man. We both know that you know, if you help enough people get what they want, the money won't be an issue. So I, we don't even worry about that. That just happens. The money really does just kind of happen. Opportunities, you know, I'll have clients call me out of the blue, want to pay me a thousand bucks an hour because they know I've got the connections and the resources and the the information. Those clients just come to us now because the story resonates. So we could go back and forth like this. I want to make sure we're providing a ton of content because remember the topic today is the future of e-commerce. And you and I have coached between us way over a thousand people now 
and just yeah. so many success stories. We're having these great events and our community is just rabid. The, the Facebook group, you know, we get in there and, you know, we'll make a video and seven, 8,000 people will watch it and get excited and leave comments and encourage each other. It's just an awesome time. But one of the roles we have as leaders in this industry is kind of looking out six months, a year, five years. And I don't worry a whole lot about those things. I don't spend sleepless nights thinking about them, but, but where is all of this going? And to be real specific, you know, we'll have some people who are nervous, like, oh, I'm hearing about Amazon account suspensions or wow, there's not as much traffic on eBay as there used to be. Is there still something there? Or, you know, what ways can I sell physical product besides let's say I'm maybe I'm just on Amazon, which is a lot of our audience. And we love Amazon. We've created so many Amazon success stories. I've got a big Amazon business that my mom runs for me. And we're having a tremendous Q4. I know you're boxing and shipping products yourself like mad with you and your team. And you're into some very incredible niche markets with Amazon and eBay and other platforms. But sometimes this whole online biz arena gives off a vibe of, uh, it's kind of temporary. It, you know, I heard this guy lost his whole business and had to go back and do something else. You know, is this stable ground? I get that kind of question. Like, can I really build a career and, you know, bank my family's future on this online business thing? Where's all this going? So I want to spend some time digging into that. And you and I didn't do necessarily a whole lot of preparation for this. This is going to be just real genuine off the cuff. What comes to mind when I say that? throw in some success stories that we're seeing maybe. But here's the thing. One thing I want to throw out there, and this is the last thing talking about what we've built so far, and we'll move into content. I'm pretty sure that that you and I and our partner, Brett, what we've built here has changed this industry. And what I mean by that is there's a standard that's been established here where I was just recording another podcast episode recently, and I, I laid down what I think is the a strong gauntlet for the whole industry. And let me just speak to you if you're listening to this right now. Before you ever buy another course, invest in an expert, spend money learning how to grow a business online, the big question you must ask yourself before you even consider it is, is this guy's community out there somewhere that I can go see it? So if the guy's brand new, he doesn't have a community yet, don't buy his course, period. Just don't do it. Now let's say the expert, guy or girl, whoever it is, has been doing this a while. Well, they should have a community then. They should have a place that you can go and you can see all their excited fans and followers and success stories hanging out, encouraging each other. And if they don't have that, don't buy their course. We have that. Very few experts in this industry actually have that. So take your time. Check us out. Get into our community. Go hang out with all these great people that we're talking about. We're not making this stuff up. That's our Facebook group. We'll have it in the show notes. Go to silentgym.com, see the show notes for any show. But you can see a link right to our Facebook group. Join us. So you don't have to rely on what Nathan and I are saying and how great we think all this is. Go check out our community, please. I I compel you to go do that before you check anyone out online and consider buying their course. So is that good stuff, Nathan? What do you think? Absolutely. You know, everything that you've come out with, Jim, that I've learned from you is usually like two to three years ahead of anybody else out there that's talking about ideas and concepts and, and different things. I think that you don't want to go out there and follow 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 different experts because I see a big problem with that. A lot of people are getting shiny object syndrome or they're getting distracted instead of focusing on what they should <laughs> yes. be doing to build their business specifically. Yep. But man, so many people come to us and they've been burned two, three, four, five times and they show up with their arms crossed and this little look on their face saying, you're just going to burn me, aren't you? You know, we, we deal with a lot of people who, who are in that condition. So we almost have to undo a lot of the 
stuff that's been done to them before we even earn the right to present some of the great ideas we have. And, and we didn't invent how to do business the right way. I've made this very clear, you know, several episodes. We're both Christians. We both believe the Bible is the greatest business book ever written. And we're just trying to say, hey, in this age of internet opportunity, how do these timeless business principles work? And when you start with that as your premise, it opens up a whole new world and you can instantly write off some of the silly ideas that come down the pike. And one of the best skills you can have that will protect you no matter where business goes in the future on the internet is having a great filter that you can recognize. Like one of the episodes, I don't know if you've heard it yet or not, Nathan, where I I talked about a great way to analyze a business opportunity when it comes at you, you know, distinguishing between good ideas and right ideas. I talk in the silent sales machine book about that, but specifically if I go into this business, if I try this strategy, if I go down this road with this new idea, does it enhance and improve the relationships that I have with the people closest to me and potentially with others that I'll build meaningful relationships with them? Or does it hurt those things potentially? Or am I uncertain about that? That's a great filter. Like, will I be proud to talk about this at Thanksgiving dinner with my family and with people who know what I'm all about, with my closest business partners? Will they say, man, yeah, that's, that is the next right step for you. That is you, dude. Or will they say, what planet are you coming from with this new idea? Right? So is it in your wheelhouse? Does it enhance the relationships you already have and improve your future relationships? And these aren't things I came up with. This is biblical truth. This is Sunday school stuff. This is Bible 101 stuff applied to the most powerful technology business has ever seen, the internet. So when you mesh those two worlds together, man, it opens up a whole world of opportunity. And it allows you to start to look like you're really smart when all you're doing is just kind of looking at one plus one equals two over and over again. I mean, it's just, it's common sense after a while. But to those who've been drinking in some just really bad ideas, and like you call them the shiny objects, the big launch, big launch, big launch stuff, and people have spent thousands of dollars unnecessarily, well, you, it can be a confusing territory. But we do like to simplify it down and talk about, let's talk about the future. Where's all this going, man? Is Amazon viable the next five years? You know, what other options do you have if you're only doing Amazon? You know, let's get into some of that. What thoughts are coming to mind? You know, Jim, I see it all the time and being on kind of the front lines of this, of just following the technology avidly, there are a lot of new things that are coming out and strategies that I'm implementing. Here's one and here's some, you know, really good, you know, let's get down to brass taxes information that can really you know, show you the, some of the inner workings of my business. I ship out Merchant Fulfilled. I have private labels that we do that uh, we ship out Merchant Fulfilled. We don't send it into Amazon. We, it's going to sell whether we send it into Amazon. Now, Amazon rewards you for being an FBA seller. And you're, I'm not saying don't sell FBA, but I list at Merchant Fulfilled on Amazon. I list at Merchant Fulfilled on eBay. We, have, uh, we just got on Walmart. So we're selling on walmart.com. We're also using local apps. We have local classifieds, Craigslist, and there's some phone apps that we use called, one of them's called Let Go, and another one's called Offer Up. And so when we put our product out there this way, right, it just, it maximizes it. It's, and you know what? If Amazon has a problem with it at any given time, right? You know, I have something to fall back on. I think the big mistake everybody's making, like they've made in the past, and I've seen it over and over, is they put their eggs in one basket. You know, if you're doing everything on Amazon, 
this is where you know our coaching can really benefit you. We have tons of eBay experts as well that can say, here's how you put your business over on eBay as well. And this is the inner workings of eBay. Even though eBay's not getting as much traffic as what Amazon's getting, the whole concept here behind what we teach is, is instead of building a website and trying to get traffic to come to you, what you're trying to do is, is you're trying to go where the traffic's already going and build out what we call the marketing wheel for your business. And each model, private label, I think there's a great future for that, although it's gotten harder. Now, with the review sites not being able to game the system for reviews, which I think is a good thing because now you're going to get really honest reviews, right? And it's Amazon's doing this because it creates more credibility. Amazon doesn't care about sellers. They care about buyers. That's it. They're so customer-centric. I mean, even though you're seeing accounts getting shut down, there's ways around that that you can you can actually stabilize yourself on Amazon and still have multiple streams of income. And if your Amazon account were to get shut down, hey, look, I've got these five or six other outlets and other streams of income that I'm doing that aren't affected so that this business table that you have, you've got five or six legs under that table instead of one leg that if one leg gets kicked out, your table, your business table's done, right? So and we've talked diversify, 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 but where to diversify and where is the future going? Well, YouTube just overtook Facebook. Facebook marketplaces, right, is just growing so rapidly. And and we have a course coming out that is all based around – I did a course with you originally, Jim, that I said, listen, Jim, you know what? I'm giving this to the community. You put it out there. You keep everything on it. I I made a deal with Skip McGrath on that as as well because I wanted it just to benefit people, right? And it's called Buy Local, Sell to the World. Well, we've revamped it. I mean, we've went – we've created a new course, and it should be coming out here pretty soon. But it's going to teach you some of the newer strategies that are the lower hanging fruit opportunities that you may have overlooked before you got into Amazon selling. You know, like with online arbitrage and retail arbitrage, people, I hear every day stories across the board, right? Oh, it's too saturated. But for me, I'm killing it doing it. There's never a time that I can get on my computer and not find and get access to 20 deals that day that I can buy and start bankrolling. So online arbitrage is going to still be something that you can do. You're just going to have to be more careful about how you do it and what companies you do work with, right? Retail arbitrage will kind of be the same thing, but it's going to change. And if that's all that you do, I would implore you to start doing things like, wow, how can I build a community and audience and then build a brand and build a series of products that I might be able to private label into and offer to that audience and build an email list and do a, the future of the gym. And I'll be quite honest, just to sum it up right here is you're going to have to work harder than you've had to work. It's not, Hey, I can just list these things on Amazon, ship them off to Amazon work done. Right? Everybody wants the simplest route. They want the path of least resistance. How can I make the most amount of money in the least amount of time with the least amount of effort or output of energy? Right? And I mean, that, that is a, a smart way to think, but to think not just working smart, but working hard and smart by saying, okay, even though I've got this product up on Amazon, you know, and it's a replenishable, it's something I can sell over and over and over, and I have uh, an exclusive agreement with the wholesaler, to not be putting that thing out on Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook and, you know, and be tapping other marketplaces and be utilizing Amazon as a warehouse to ship your products to your eBay customers or your customers that bought from any other platform. So what's going to happen is, is I think other platforms are going to emerge, right? Let's say worst case scenario that Amazon decided that they were just going to compete with everybody, Jim, 
that they were just going to make it so the opportunity, let's just say so many people got on Amazon that it was just saturated and the opportunity was real tough, right? And rough, right? Well, based on what I know, I would still be able to survive in that type of a climate because of what I know, but because I'm willing to do what the average person is not willing to do. I'm willing to hire a VA and say, listen, this is very specifically what I want you to do. We need to build a Facebook presence. We need to build you know, an email list. We need a back-end website. We need spokes in the marketing wheel of that particular business or business model. So what's going to change in the future is the amount of tools that you have access to and tools that have been available for a long time that you may not have realized. Wow. So you mean I could find a local-based product right, that I could buy locally in my area from people? where this product might be, I have a client, Rudy, and I'm going to record for everybody just kind of a conversation about his coaching experience. And he's come back because that business has changed a little bit and he's trying to diversify, but he made $300,000 this year buying things local in his area by running ads locally, buy local, right? And then sell to the world. And I mean, you're not thinking in terms of, wow, I could use Google and target and run AdWords for my specific area, right? For specific keywords to be able to buy things at low and turn around and flip them on the many different marketplaces online for high. That's what's going to change in the future. You can't just learn Amazon. You have to learn Amazon. You have to learn eBay. You have to learn Facebook. You have to learn YouTube. You have all of these spokes that go into your marketing wheel. You're going to have to work harder. Or someone that you hire into your business is going to have to work harder for you. That's usually the best solution to that. But like Brett, for instance, he has what? The the last time we checked, he's got 36 people that do sourcing for him on a daily basis. Yeah, his team is, uh, it's over 100 people now. Yeah, he's got full-time people just sourcing. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy who'd never sold anything online just a few years ago. I can tell you're very passionate about this. And I'm sure everyone in the audience now (laughs) understands, wow. This guy is like a fountain of information. And yes, you are. And I'm going to go back through and unpack some of the things you said. I've been taking notes here because I'm trying to listen through the ears of both someone who is in our community and knows what a lot of these acronyms are and someone who's like, what does PL even stand? What he just said, oh, wait, what is that? You know, I'm going to unpack a little bit of that too, because we've got a pretty diverse audience going through this. I mean, everything from people looking to put a couple hundred extra dollars in the bank each week all the way up to people growing eight-figure businesses and everything in between. And at the end of the day, we're all doing the same thing. We are buying low, selling high, like we talked about in a recent episode. I mean, that's what business is. We're moving products. We're either using our hands or our feet. And a lot of cases in this business, we're using our feet. We're moving a product from a place of low demand to a place where the demand is higher. And because we're doing that on the internet, the possibilities, I mean, you just listed out what, eight or nine different places that are effective? We've got Amazon, which is, yes, they're the monster right now. eBay was the monster five years ago. And we were having these same conversations five, seven years ago with people. Hey, if eBay shut your account down, what would you do? You need to be diversified. You need to start looking at Amazon a little bit. Oh, Amazon, all they do is sell books, people said seven years ago. And we're saying, no, there's something here. They could be the next big guy. You need to be diversifying. Now it's Facebook Marketplace and even Craigslist. And yes, we're very, we remain very excited about eBay. You, you said you're getting on walmart.com. Yeah, you can sell your products on walmart.com. I was just texting a few minutes ago with someone who's starting to ramp that up. We'll have a course about that eventually. Are we saying though, here, I want to be real clear about something, Nathan, that we're not saying go out and learn all of these right now because there's a lot of people 
it, you have a personality. We have a personality. We can take a lot of ideas in one sitting, and then we can filter them out and say, oh, we'll get to those later. Some people think, okay, they just told me I need to go learn all these things. They're going to go out and spend the next three years learning all these things before they do anything. No, please don't do that. Amazon, Amazon is where most of the traffic is. Learn to sell on Amazon. If you stop right there, odds are you're going to have a great income for a very, very long time. But you have to prioritize. Yeah. When we break it down, then you look, okay, well, what's next? Well, eBay is probably number two as far as where the traffic and the eyeballs are. We told you go where the traffic is. Next, you probably need to start playing around a little bit with Facebook because of the ads. I've told him, I filled him in a little, Nathan. I don't know if you, uh, I, yeah, I haven't even I published have. that episode yet, but where I talk about what Brett's doing, man, it, yeah. building tens of thousands of people in his email list in a few weeks using some creative Facebook video ad strategies we're going to be sharing with everyone soon. Get on the mailing list, silentgym.com. You'll hear about all this as it happens, okay? But let me just unpack some of the terminology you used real quick. If you're new and you're like, wow, I just kind of, I got a little lost there with some of those, you know, FBA, of course, is fulfillment by Amazon. That's where Amazon ships the product for you. Unlike with eBay, where you have to put it in a box and ship it yourself with FBA, they'll do it for you. Or you can do what Nathan mentioned. He does all a ton of shipping from his own property, from his own business. And it, that's called Merchant Fulfill. You can do that on Amazon as well, that you have to do it on eBay. RA and OA, that's retail arbitrage, online arbitrage, finding products for five bucks and selling them for 80. That's whether you do it online or you walk into a retail store. We call it arbitrage. Buy local, sell to the world was a phrase you threw out there. That's a course we created a while back. We're updating it all right now. We don't know where it's going to be parked, but it's coming. And it it goes through all of the advantages that you have locally. You know, we mentioned Brett has his eight-figure business right now. He goes out on weekends still just for the thrill of the hunt and hits yard sales because there's nothing like buying a $5 widget and selling it for $400 the next weekend on eBay. It's just exciting. It's fun. You can train people how to do this anywhere in the world. You have local advantages and you have a global audience. So that course is exciting. And of course, the private label opportunities. We've talked a lot about that on this podcast already. Hopefully people know what that is, but we've got exciting content coming in that arena as well. If your private label product is only on Amazon, though, we would caution you. Just because you've got brand protection there and you've gotten rid of your competitors there, you need to be diversifying. You need to be getting it on your own website, either your own site or a Shopify course or somewhere else. It need, you need to diversify that. So the future of e-commerce is in knowing multiple platforms, understanding multiple platforms. You don't have to go study them all right now, but you are going to need to keep learning. And, and here, let me just pull another biblical truth out here, Nathan, that, that illustrates this. And this relates to marriages, okay? There's no such thing as a marriage that is in a steady state of, yep, we're good. We were good last month. We were good six months ago, and we're still good, and we're kind of right where we were, and it's all good. There's no friendships that are that way, no relationships that are that way, and businesses are never that way. There's no such thing as a steady state business. Yep, we made about $5,000 last month. We'll make about $5,000 next month doing everything the same way. Yep, just cruising ahead. Yep, same thing we did every last six months. Same thing we'll be doing two years from now. That business does not exist. So if you've had someone convince you that it does, they're lying to you. They don't know what they're talking about. All relationships, all marriages, all friendships, and all businesses are either in a state of decline or they're ramping up. There's no such thing as a steady state. So what we're saying is if you want to continue to ramp up your business, the best way to do it is 
Yes, do the things that are working. Keep sending stuff into Amazon. Keep blowing it up. Keep feeding the beast. That's awesome. If you get suspended, there's multiple ways to get reinstated, to get around that roadblock, and to keep plowing forward. We love Amazon, but if you want to grow in the future, your one-year plan, your two-year plan, your five-year plan needs to include other platforms. It just has to because Amazon won't be the only game in town a whole lot longer. And like you said, I'll let you talk again. I know you're probably making notes on me now, but you said uh, Amazon may just decide, hey, I just want to compete with everybody on everything. We're going to be the only buyers for all the popular widgets. That would be their own death notice. Because you know, I use Nike as an example sometime. Let's say Amazon decided one day, no one except Nike sells Nike on our website. Only Nike. That's it. Amazon will, will buy Nike in bulk. We'll put it on our website. We get all the profits. Everyone else is cut out now. What happens within two or three months is the crowd, the buyers, the audience figures out, wow, there's no good Nike deals on Amazon anymore. Where are they? They're over at, you know, shoes.com now. Boom. Shoes.com comes out of nowhere and takes the Nike business away from Amazon. Well, how's that possible? Well, because all the people out there besides Amazon who are buying the overstock and last year's outdated shoes, the ones that are still hot, the ones that Nike didn't make enough of, and maybe they sent half of them to Amazon. The other half went to other distributors, but they're worth $800 a pair, right? And no one can find them now. They're sold out on Amazon. Well, shoes.com has them now. So those third-party platforms will be huge if Amazon tries to do that. So long-term, supply and demand wins every time. I'll put this link in the show notes. Retail arbitrage, online arbitrage are never going to die. They will be with us forever. Will they be on Amazon forever? No, but they've been around for thousands of years. They'll be around as long as free markets exist. And I've made a blog post about that, RA and OA. They'll be here forever. Great business model for anybody. Simple business model. But Okay, what thoughts did I put in your head with that little rant, <laughs> Nathan? I'll let you take it back over for a second. No, I'll tell you, Jim, you speak so eloquently in regards to the reality of this business is never going away. If you're paranoid about, oh, the opportunity could go away tomorrow, that's a good thing because it's going to change on you. And if you can either embrace that change or you can be in fear of that change. Right. I say embrace it because every time a change like that happens, it allows you to pivot in a way where if you're really focused uh, and you're, you're watching people like Jim Cochran, what they have to say, it's one of those things that, you know, you'll be able to overcome and adapt and, and pivot and end up making way more money as a result when things change in your business. And that's always going to happen. If you know, running a real business means that you prepare for the worst but hope for the best. And, right? and change is always opportunity. How many times it have is. we seen this? We used to, I mean, it's predictable now. Every three or four months, there's a panic wave that comes. And we used to panic right along with everybody. This is us, you know, 14 years ago. Like, oh no, maybe they're right. Maybe eBay is going to just randomly eliminate half of all sellers because they don't need us and it's all over and we're all just going to get to go find real jobs. Oh, this is terrible. You know, and we started noticing that every, no, I'd say three to six months, there's some wave and everyone goes, oh no, it's terrible. It's time to just go out and give up and blah, blah, blah. But you wait a week, literally a week or less after the big panic wave rolls through and what's left is opportunity everywhere. Huge opportunities, new opportunities to stand apart from your competition. Maybe your, your competition gets afraid and runs away. I mean, I know of so many people who left eBay 
and just dropped everything and ran over to Amazon that people who stuck it out on eBay are doing awesome now. And there's a lot of people in our community that still haven't left eBay. They're not selling on Amazon at all. And they're making a killing, doing great. You know, Jason and Cinnamon Miles haven't even started playing with Amazon yet. We did an interview with them here a while back. They've got multiple strong, steady streams of income. They haven't even touched Amazon yet. They're busy making a killing on all these other platforms. I had to try to convince him, like, dude, you guys have got to get on Amazon. He's like, I know, I know. That's where 70% of the buyers are. But man, we're doing great where we are right now. And I don't, you know, they don't have time to learn a new platform. They've got their own things going on. So this isn't the how to sell on Amazon show for a reason, because five years from now, they will not be who they are right now. I guarantee it. There will be so many other opportunities and it, we owe it to you. It's our responsibility to you as the listener. If we're going to talk about the future to get you talking about a lot of other things besides just Amazon. Yeah. Amazon is just a spoke in your marketing wheel. It's just a spoke in your marketing wheel. It is not the marketing wheel. It's one place to play, and it's a great place to do business. I mean, it's where the buyers are. You know, Amazon's done a great job at creating buyer trust. And see, that's another thing. What's going to change in the future is there's going to be new technology to verify trust. There's going to be new technology that helps integrate all of your marketplaces into one. I mean, we talk about using sites like Joe Lister, where you can integrate eBay and Amazon, and everything that you're selling on Amazon can be shifted over to eBay by using Joe Lister. And then this this service monitors the sales. So if an eBay sale occurs, right, it tells Amazon automatically to ship that product to your eBay customer. So integration, so there'll be more tools that you'll need to learn, but it's, it'll actually become easier. And the uptrend of selling online is is insane, you know, because I've been doing this for, I mean, I, I started getting real serious about this business in 98. That's when, you know, I really hit eBay hard and, and learned it. And, you know, a lot has changed since then. The amount of tools that we have, the amount of people that are online now, that's just going to keep happening, I'd say, well, for the next 50 years. I mean, you think about, look at television, at how long television took to, you know, really reach the peak of reaching so many mass amounts of people, right? The internet is still, is still growing, doubling, tripling, quadrupling every year. eBay is reporting their best quarter, their fourth quarter in like four or five years. Yeah. We talk about eBay as if they're done and they're making a huge comeback. They're going to make another run at Amazon. And there's a lot of other big boys that have a lot of money in the bank that would like to get in on this. I think Facebook's going to make a real play. I mean, we're seeing some exciting stuff with Facebook Marketplace right now, which is a, a free app. If you've got Facebook on your phone, no matter where you live in the world, they're starting to roll it out. It may not be in your country yet, but here in the States, most people, if you download the app, you can pull it up. It's this little hut looking thing. I made a three minute video. I'll stick it in the show notes, uh, a little three minute video that teaches you how to use the free Facebook marketplace. You know, Facebook's going to go after some of this activity. They want to get involved in these online transactions. And you mentioned Joe Lister. I'll stick that in the show notes too, so people can check it out. Uh, Joe Lister is super simple to use. I mean, it, you plug it in and it turns everything you're selling on Amazon into an eBay listing. And if it sells, it pulls it off eBay or pulls it off Amazon and ships it to the customer. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. So Jim, what I'd like to add to that is that get yourself educated. I mean, you know, coaching is a great way to compress time to learn what you need to learn faster, right? Without having to go spend, you know, six hours going through the course and then still not getting all the answers to your questions. Having someone that, that has an area of expertise in exactly what you want to learn and what you should be learning. I, we get tons of people that come to us, Jim, that say, oh, I want to learn affiliate marketing. We're like, no, you don't. 
No, <laughs> you, know, you haven't read Silent Sales Machine yet. If you come to us talking go, about go affiliate marketing, this. you know we turn a lot away. We turn a, pe- a lot of people away for coaching because they're not ready for it yet. That's why we have such a great reputation. Is yeah. you know it's about making sure that it's right for the person to build that kind of relationship with us. But you know you have to be at the time and the place in your life where you're ready to you know for change. A lot of people are scared of change, and some people they until a fire is lit up under the underneath their seat, they're like, okay. I've got to, you know, change something, you know, don't wait for that moment, get, get these changes in your business, you know, implemented and get diversified and start learning about how can I grow? How can I expand on what I already have? Or if you're brand new to the business, you can compress time and time is your most valuable asset, right? And this is a real business. Selling physical products online is a real business, but it doesn't stop there. That's just where it starts, Right. If you if you come into this at the easiest barrier of entry and you're doing the right things that you should be doing the things and these things are easy, but w- once you build a real business, you're going to want to expand. You're going to want to put more spokes in your marketing wheel. And if you have somebody that's like a lifetime partner with you on that, hey, I'm ready to l- learn this now, and hey, I'm ready to learn that now, and you can come back to them and and have access to that. It's just that's one of the things for me. I think that has gotten me to a level where you know we did a five figure day the other day on on Amazon. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you can get out of this, what you want. You just have to understand what it is that you want and have a specific roadmap plan to get to where you want to get to with it. And that's what our coaching provides to people. That's why we have so many success stories because we understand the value of everybody's different. Everybody's an individual and what will work for some people won't work for others. And we've gotten really good at it quickly identifying what does this what would be the best thing for this person based on their location, what they want, what their lifestyle is, how much time they have, how much capital they're working with? And I, I don't care, you know, if someone has fifty bucks to their name. I mean, one of the people that was I won't mention any names, one of our top coaches here in the success stories that we had at one point started out with two hundred bucks. I mean and I was her coach, right? And now she's gone on to do some incredible things, right? But we start out with 200 bucks. If you have the desire, if you're able to follow instructions, simple instructions, and take action, and you know, put in at least 10 hours to 15 hours into a business, it may be an option you want to look at. And you know, contacting us, Jim, just put a link uh, below this to Jim Cochran Coaching and get a free consultation and see where you stand and see what the future could hold for you and what, you know, for this business and see if, if having a mentor, having a one-on-one coach, someone like me to say, yep, been there, done that. Here's exactly what you do and what you don't do. In fact, be sure not to do this and that so that everything runs smoothly. This can be, this can save you a lot of time, headache, you know, save you from getting suspended and even help you get into suspension prevention to make sure that your account so having a real mentor is the key. If, if at worst case scenario, you just listen to Jim Cockrum and that's all you're going to listen to, you're going to do great. <laughs> Thanks, man. You know, it's incredible community that we've built. At no point do I ever want to be in the room and be the smartest guy in the room because then I, I, I'm in the wrong room. And that's how I need to think as entrepreneurs. So I've surrounded myself with brilliant people like you and our coaching team and our moderators. We've got 30 plus paid moderators watching over our free Facebook group. If anyone's confused by the math behind that, that's a great investment because remember, I'm in the business at my business goal. And I've stated a few times on this podcast is to have the world's largest community, not just of online entrepreneurs, 
but of successful online entrepreneurs. And if I'm going to do that, I have to prove that I'm worth listening to in a world of noise. There's so much noise out there and so many ideas. How do you filter? And if I was to identify the one skill you need, like, you know, earlier on, Nathan, when you first, you started talking there for you know five or six minutes about, you know, just the different types of things you should be looking into and the different platforms. And I can just see someone sitting there thinking, man, all those new skills. I don't have time to get all those new skills. No, you don't need, this isn't about skills. This isn't about learning how to build websites and how to create graphics and how to program HTML and PHP and, you know, statistic analysis. And those are all skills that if you have those skills, congratulations, I'm happy for you. But no matter what your skill is or what level you are in all of those things, I can go out in two minutes just two minutes in an internet connection, I will find someone better, faster, cheaper, better looking, more fun to work with, been doing it longer than you, and is going to produce better results. Two minutes, right? So those aren't the skills we're talking about. There is one skill you need, and that is the ability to filter garbage from true opportunities. And if you lack that skill, you're going to fall for everything that comes down the pike. And what we've gotten really good at is doing that part for you. So the only skill you really need is building up enough trust in what we're saying, and then following what we say you should be doing, those business models flat out work. That's where we stick proven on the front of nearly every course we do. The proven Amazon course, for example, the best-selling course on the planet, more success stories than any other how to sell an Amazon course that's ever been made. It also happens to be one of the least expensive because remember, we're not in the business of selling as many courses as possible. I'm in the business of creating the world's largest community of successful online entrepreneurs. Because I know once we have that community, Nathan, you and I both know, there's a thousand ways to monetize it. These people love getting together. I mean, we could literally right now say, hey, everybody on date X, let's all go to city X. Boom. And people would show up and they'd be there and sponsors would be dying to give us $10,000 just to hang a banner on the wall. I mean, because we've built a community now of people who are making things happen. So we're not, we don't have to worry about monetizing it. It happens by default. Let me just give you, here's another spoke that anyone listening to this right now could put in their wheel. You know, we, I've talked in previous episodes about the C, the E, and the S, and we've spent a lot of time today talking about the S, sell stuff. Remember the E, expand your audience, the C, consult. Let's talk just a brief moment about consult because there was a Facebook post not too long ago in our my Silent Team Facebook community. Again, the link is below in the show notes, silentgym.com to get the show notes. But he was saying, I listened to what you said about consulting, Jim. I never thought of myself as a consultant, but I had a friend of mine. He's a business owner. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to go have a meeting with him and just ask him questions because we teach you, don't go in solving people's problems as a consultant. Go in asking questions. Go in with 20 really good questions. And we give you a list of questions at offlinebiz.com. I'll stick that link below too. There's going to be a lot in the show notes today. The uh, 20 questions, it's actually 100 questions, but you grab 20 of them and you go and you have a meeting and you just ask a business owner those questions. You don't know the answers. You can't solve all their problems. You just ask them. And it's things like, so how effective is your online marketing effort right now? Have you ever sold anything on platforms like eBay or Amazon? Are you growing an email list? Now, you may not know how to do these things for him, but just asking that business owner, that, that gentleman or the lady who owns a business who knows they need help in this arena, they're going to say, I don't know how to do these things. Do you? 
can you help me with this? You don't need a business card. You don't need a website. You don't need a, a stack of success stories from other clients. Just the fact that you're in a community of people who know how to do this stuff makes you invaluable. So this story, this Facebook post I was reading, a guy went, had a meeting, and the business owner said, so, you know, what's it worth to have a meeting like this with someone? He just pulled a number out of the air, said $1,500, you know, the assessment of your business to go through these questions. The guy said, paid, done, do it, let's go. Paid him 1500 bucks. <laughs> just it, those clients are everywhere. It's about the relationships. Every day. It's about the relationships. That's a spoke that any of us can add right now. Worldwide. Worldwide. Jim. Yeah. It doesn't have to be someone near you. Do the, do the meeting by Skype. Can I add a quick story to that? Please do, client? yeah. I have a client who's in South Africa, and I met with him today, Quentin, right? I taught him about trade shows. It could be as simple as this. You go to a trade show, and you find businesses that are absolutely clueless about even getting their business online, right? And he set up with a company that sells blankets, okay? And they're shipping this week into Amazon through him. Because he knows how to set everything up in the U.S. He's finding international companies that want to bring their business into the U.S. marketplace, and they're paying for everything. They're providing the inventory. They're paying for the shipping from South Africa over to America. And these blankets, they sell for about 40 to 50 bucks a piece, and they're really high-end quality throw blankets, designer stuff, really high-end quality that no one else in America has. So it's like a private label business that he's going to be building their business for them in America, and he's going to make 25% of everything that's sold. So he's going to find other wholesalers in America, but he's going to focus primarily on the major online marketplaces, Amazon, eBay, and anything, anywhere else that he can get that product. He's, that product's going to be on YouTube, on Pinterest, on, on a lot of different social media sites using Facebook. It's going to have a website. And guess what? How much money is he pulling out of pocket to do that? And let's say he does $300,000 a year in sales for this company that he met at a trade show that I told him to go yeah. to a trade show on. Yeah, If he's smart, he's getting paid to do it all. And he's not pulling a dime out of his own pocket. He'll make 75 grand on that over the course of a year off of one business relationship with zero money out of pocket. You know, So if you're one of those people thinking, ah, you know, I'm just not in the position I can do this. No. Put your mind in focus. You get what you focus on because you become what you think about, right? Don't focus on all the other stuff in your life that is bad and this, this person's posting this on Facebook. And you got to filter that out. Jim's exactly right. Filter all the garbage and just go to what works and get focused and take action. It's a beautiful thing. That's why I love working with you, Jim, because before we even say, yes, client, do this, we have had to have done it ourselves and gotten significant results. Oh, dude, I've just had two things pop in my head that I got to share. And we could do this all day, man. Check this out. Our buddy, Dan, who uh, he, he contributed to the Proven Amazon course. He's got a PPP module that's in the Proven Amazon course. He went to a school, a school corporation with a fundraiser idea. I believe it was a private school or a little school. And he said, here's the, and for those of you who are nervous about losing your Amazon account, you do realize you could have 20 or 25 Amazon accounts if you want to, right? Oh, Jim, that's against the terms of service. Yes, it is against Amazon's terms of service if they're all in your name. But what if you go to another business entity and you say, hey, I'm going to help you set up your Amazon account. So Dan went to a school and he helped them set up an Amazon account and they launched their own brand of product and it sold like crazy and got ranked because he had all the little school kids going around the neighborhood saying, Hey, will you please buy product X? We're not here to sell candy bars or, you know, these little plastic 
10% off pizza certificates. We're actually just passing out free brochures saying, Hey, on date X, we're going to go live with our own product. And would you please support our school by, you know, you buy product X all the time. Anyway, would you buy our brand instead of the brand you normally buy? And if you like it, keep buying it. It'll be on Amazon. A lot of people said, yeah, sure. I'll do that. It blew up. How much money did Dan spend to do that? None. He now has a second Amazon account that he gets a percent of. He actually, he's got dozens of Amazon accounts now. So if Amazon decides to shut down one of his accounts, who cares? It's one account. He's got a bunch. But check this out. You just talked about where your mindset is. I haven't told you this, Nathan. You're going to love this. And this is another biblical truth you may have never heard before. It's going to sound simplistic, but if you won't, I bet you won't get the answer. What is the key to optimism? You meet a lot of optimistic people. You meet pessimistic people. How can you take yourself? I'm going to ask you, Nathan. I'm going to put you on the spot, see if you can nail it, okay? There's a one-word answer here. If I'm pessimistic and I need to get myself optimistic, what is the one thing I can do? It's like flipping a light switch. Boom. Guaranteed every time. It's one thing. It's one simple word. It's a biblical truth. I didn't realize till here a short time ago. What do you think it is? Does anything come to mind? I would say realism. Not, not being an optimist, not being a pessimist, being a realist. No, I'm saying if you want to get yourself from a place of pessimism into a place of optimism, optimism is a powerful thing. If you feel great about the future, which is one thing we're trying to do with this podcast, the future is oh. bright, guys. I've got all kinds of evidence to back up that premise. But if you're, a pe- if you're feeling pessimistic about things, what is one thing you can do to guarantee your brain becomes optimistic instead? And it works every time. It's actually a biblical truth. I would go scientific with you. I don't want to sure. like, no, trail go, off go for it, dude. attention. Go, take a stab at it. What makes you go from a state of depression to a state of energetic positivity, optimism, you can call it, or you know what we want is euphoria. Yeah. People that are listening to this podcast, more than likely, they want freedom and control and this euphoria that we feel that we can achieve in life. There, And what's created is serotonin in your brain. Um, when you, whenever there are three brain chemicals that happen that can shift your focus and change your focus and your mindset, and when you do things like you achieve a small goal, you clean up your room, right? That creates serotonin in your brain, and it's like your yeah. claiming chemical. You're okay. setting goals. Well, there's dopamine as well. That that dopamine and oxytocin are created by love, and they're different type of receptors yeah. in the brain as well. But there's what is called cortisol as well, right? Cortisol is what creates depression and laziness. And But for me, the answer to that has always just been productivity. If you're like a body in motion, if you're being productive, being productive and taking action for me is what always I've seen That's brings good. people out of the state of depression because people think, oh, I got it's Monday, I got to go to work. And you know what? You should be grateful because that productivity, that work, that service that you're providing to other people, right, is actually fulfilling you inside, whether you think it is or not. That work, that trade off of I'm providing a service and then you get money as a certificate of appreciation, right? That right there, we think that, that oh, I got to go work and it, labor and it's negative. It's not. It's what keeps you happy. Uh, yeah, work is beautiful. If you, sit around, if you sit around and you don't do anything and you're not taking action, that is what creates the cortisol. That's the cortisol is a brain chemical that's attributed to belly fat. Wow. That, yeah, fantastic answer. I love it. Not where I was going, but I heard serving, I heard working, getting in motion. It, okay, so if we're trying to go from a place of pessimism to optimism, all those are good things. But there's something even easier than that that will take you. It, and just try this as an experiment. 
And you have to be very intentional about it, but this is very simple. And it's going to resonate with you as soon as I say it, Nathan. You can be like, oh, yeah, duh, yeah, that's obvious. I'm giving the listener a chance to come up with that one word answer right now. Gratitude. Gratitude. The Bible's full of references to be grateful, be thankful, always. If you want to be optimistic and put your life in perspective, gratitude. And here is the cool science. Okay, I'm going to go a little science on you here. There is an, a huge insurance company. I don't remember which one it was. They were in the process basically of hiring a, you know, a few thousand new sales reps, okay? And they thought they had their process down pat, but they were exposed to this principle that optimistic people perform better than any other category. They, they were investigating that idea. So they said, okay, we're going to keep hiring the top you know, A students who got great grades and they were in all the clubs and the top achievers and the leaders. We're going to keep hiring them and turning them into sales reps, but we're also going to put another metric in play and we're going to hire optimistic people or people who have a lot of gratitude. I don't know if they connected the two or not, but this optimist, you can sit down with somebody and know in about three minutes if they're a person of optimism or pessimism. You need to be a person of optimism. To succeed in business, you must be optimistic about the future. Otherwise, what are you doing all this for? Uh, we're probably all going to die in a week anyway. You know, That's not the kind of person that leads a successful business, right? So optimism is key. So this insurance company hired a small segment, a few hundred optimists. And do you want to take a guess at how they performed against the high achiever leader type A personality driven sales reps who got great, great grades in college and led their sports teams to victories, you know, that whole class of people, which is what everybody thinks of when they think of a good sales rep. Now, sure, some of them were optimists, but they didn't pay much attention to that. They just looked at their resumes. They did a good interview. But this other group, a small group, they said, let's make sure they're optimists. And they tested for optimism. Guess how much they outperformed the type A leadership type folks. It blew them away. I'll jump to the end of the story. Destroyed them in sales results. End of the lesson is, if you want to get someone that can make great things happen in your business, hire optimists, their attitude. You know, that's who we've got as our support. You know, I'm talking about like George. I mean, are you kidding me? You know, George Thompson, you can't get the dude down. He's helping lead our customer support. And Mary, just, you know, steady, level, optimistic, knows it's all going to work. She's never surprised when things go great because that's how they've always gone. And she's like, yeah, the future is bright. You know, we have such optimistic people on our team and we didn't measure, well, what's your technical skill? Can you build a website? No, optimism. It's huge and results come from that. So if you're lacking optimism, the one word lesson that I have for you is gratitude. That's how you get it back. And you may say, well, Jim, that's oversimplified. I, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, when's the last time you mentally took a shot at just sitting back in a chair, closing your eyes, blocking out the world, put on some headphones, turn on some waves or something, whatever it takes to block things out, and just mentally list 50 things that you are grateful for intentionally. Maybe write them down if you have to. You will not be able to maintain your state of pessimism after you do that. It's impossible. And that's the state of mind you need to be in as your business is just thinking about your business. Well, to be creative, to be creative. Jim, yes. Because it, you have to be creative it. too. Yeah. Everyone's creative and it does. If you're in that mindset, you're always going to find the creative solution because in business, we encounter problems and adversities and you overcome those adversities by coming up with the creative solutions and the workarounds. And that's why I love this community is that 
you know, you post something up, hey, what does everybody think about this? And, you know, 20 people chime in with the completely different take on it that makes you think in ways creatively that you wouldn't have otherwise. So another thing, I mean, obviously gratitude, having gratitude and expectancy for everything that happens to you in life and how things are going to be expecting greatness and that great things are going to happen. And, you know, how they, everybody talks about having that attitude of gratitude, you know, and your enthusiasm. And, and the energy, it's the law of attraction, right? You will get back what you put out. So build a team around you and realize that you are the sum of the top five people that you surround yourself with. Yeah, who are you hanging out with? I, I can tell you your future. I don't need to meet you. I love those little analogies. You know, I don't need to meet the man or the woman. All I need to do is meet the five people that hang out with the most. And I'll tell you all you need to know about that person. That's all I need to know. I don't need to meet you. Just tell me about your five best friends, five people you hang out with. That pretty much writes your future, doesn't it? Um, you know, we, we were talking about, you know, just again, about being optimistic about the future of e-commerce. Let me just throw this out there. Very specific statistic. I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but I actually, there's a U.S. census page. I mean, this is government data that you can go pull. I'll put the link. I'm writing show notes furiously today. There's going to be, I think we're setting a new record for the number of show notes. Um, but the U.S. Census data that shows that if you put all of retail spending in the United States, online and offline, okay, you put it all on a big pie chart, the piece of pie that represents online spending isn't 50%. It's not 40%. It's not 30%. Online spending isn't 20 or 15 or even 10%. Online spending in the U.S. is well under 10% still. I think we're coming up on 8% at this point as I record this. So, these people who are saying, oh, it's saturated. I'm too late. I should have gotten in on eBay 15 years ago. I'm too late. No, that's back when online retail was 1%. And since then, we've climbed all the way up to 9% of all retail spending is now online. So online e-commerce is in its infancy. If you've ever sold anything online before, you are among the elite pioneers of the biggest wave economic change the world has ever seen. You are the Christopher Columbus, the Daniel Boone of this whole thing, if you've ever sold anything online. Because we're talking about 9% of retail sales online. Everything else is still offline. Now, the trend is obvious. 10 years from now, that number is going to be 20, 25%, at least, if not more. And you'll be the one who knows how to consult and train and educate others on how to do this on the multiple platforms that you've been exposed to. This is the future. You know, I, I've got my kids like, hey, you can do what you want with your life. Pursue your passions. Go for it. God put you on this planet for a special reason, but you better know how to sell stuff online, dude, because that is like having a gold mine in your backyard, no matter what else you do with your life, right? That's how sold out on this I am. I've got my kids working in this business with me and they understand it. I, we went out Black Friday. I know you went out Black Friday too and fought the crowds. and We were in a Walmart, buddy. Just you know, Let's just go out and get in the mix, guys. And we went out and elbowed around with old ladies fighting over stuff. And you know, Actually, it was it was a pretty laid back casual, you know, where we were. Everyone was polite and kind. It wasn't like these some of these inner city riot things you saw on the news. I mean, 99% of us had a very uh, cordial experience. It was crowded though. It was crowded. And we dropped several thousand dollars filling up some shopping carts and you know, we're going to make great money flipping it. But my kids understand how to buy low and sell high online. All of them. I got five kids. They all understand it. It's a real business and it's easy. It doesn't take a whole lot to, to implement. You just need the right knowledge, direction and tools and the right motivation and why factor or reason why. 
and let's do it. Let's, you know, uh, we, it's our honor to help you, you know, make it happen. That's, that's the cool thing about what we get to do is we, we get to work with people, uh, from all walks of life worldwide. I mean, we coach people, we have coaches all over the world and some of the success stories is it's just, it, it never shocks me. You know, when people tell me, oh yeah, I made 300 grand last year off of what you taught me how to do. What's next? What do we got to learn now? You know, just in the last two weeks. Okay. I've had a client tell me they had their first million dollar week. I had a client tell me they had a $350,000 day. I had another client, a third person tell me they'd sold 24,000 units, not dollars, units of their widget. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but in one day one day. I mean, all the way down to, and some of my favorite success stories, Nathan, are the people who say, oh, you know, I never thought there was anything to this. Now we're putting a few extra hundred bucks a week in the bank and it's made all the difference. We can only do this a few hours a week. Thank you so much. That success story gets me just excited because we're changing the economic future of families, which is what it's all about, man. That's why we do what we do. We're we're growing a huge community of successful entrepreneurs. And we know that The world needs more entrepreneurs. This is the solution. Politicians aren't going to solve the problems. Business people, now, you know, ethical business people out there running virtuous businesses, oh my goodness, we can change the world. That's my mission. That's my calling, doing it in an ethical way, creating opportunity. You know, those hundred people that work for Brett, those hundred plus people that are on our team working around the world, some of whom we've never met before. Like I was sharing on another podcast episode, it's kind of funny sometimes to bring people on board and I don't know what they look like. I've never heard their voice. I don't know if they're male or female in a few cases until I investigate because their profile picture is their dog. <laughs> like, is it, And their name is from some country where they don't have the same type of names we have in the United States. I'm like, I don't even know. Is this male or female? I don't know. They're killing it online. They're doing great. Obviously, they know their stuff. Bring them on board. They've proven how helpful they are. But is that a male or female? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so it's it's been a blast, man, just seeing this community explode, adding people to our community every day. Um, but you know, let's give people some action points as we wrap this up, man. Um, I'm saying if you haven't read Silent Sales Machine yet, please do it. Just go buy the book. It's five bucks. Uh, as of this recording, it may be a different price at some point, but just go grab it, read it. That will get your head in the right place. And if you're ready to have someone walk you through someone on our team that's worked with us for years, who's built a successful business online, and we've asked them to spend a few hours a week hand-holding with a few of our clients, that's jimcockramcoaching.com. And that'll be in the notes below this podcast as well. But what do you, what else you want to add, Nathan? Did we miss anything, buddy? No, you know, I'll tell you that the future does look bright. And you, you know, you, when you talk about being optimistic about it, you know, this, this business is, is going to change in a positive way that it, it's going to become an easier, better opportunity. And if you're one of the pioneers, people that are in there right now, and you're willing to put in the work right now and work hard and be part of the process of expanding platforms and multi-channel selling and all the things that are coming down the pipe quickly, right? get the right mentor, you know, and, and I'll tell you, I've seen everybody out there and what they're teaching and whatnot. And a lot of it, you know, is stuff that they haven't really proven that they're learning from other people. And, you know, but everything that we teach is proven, you know, so don't waste your time and spin your wheel. Start with something simple, get some results and don't try to take on the whole world or eat the whole elephant in one bite. 
You know, it's a process. It's not an event. Um, and accept it. Embrace it. Embrace change. And, you know, be ready to to pivot and, you know, just stick close to us because we know what's coming down the pipe usually before anybody does. And we're proving things out that that are innovating the whole business. So it's our honor to to share this stuff with you openly. I love that you, the word proven. I mean, I could probably do a whole show. Maybe I'll, I'll work it in. I'm not going to do it in its entirety right now, but how do we know we're only working with proven ideas? That sounds kind of braggadocious, like everything we do works. Well, everyone would like to claim that, right? How do we make sure that happens? Well, good ideas come into our community to die a glorious death. 90% of the time, good ideas die a glorious death and no one ever hears about them. Our leadership team kills them before they get anywhere near us because we've got, it's about an eight-step process. And the first step is a sniff test. And I'm not going to tell you all the steps, but we can smell a mile away an idea that's just kind of like, eh, I don't, I'm not, you know, let's wait, let's wait and see on that one. So good ideas don't get anywhere near our audience. We protect our audience. The only ideas you'll ever hear are right ideas, meaning they've been through all the steps of being proven. And before one of the final steps is getting to my desk, and then the business model actually has to work for me, which so after we've gone through this four or five month delay process, I finally step into it personally and try to run it myself, which can take months so maybe a year afterwards, but we're still three to five years ahead of everybody. How is that possible? Well, because we've got these ideas floating in our community constantly. That's one of the benefits of having the world's largest community of successful entrepreneurs is ideas are floating constantly. And we've got these great filters running constantly. It's like a, a good expensive water filter, right? I mean, you could pour mud in the top. It goes through level A the carbon, and then it goes through level B, the the cloth filter, then level C, another carbon, and then level D, an electromagnetizer, whatever, supertronic, you know, and, and after these eight steps, you've got the good stuff. You know, that's how we run our business when it comes to ideas. We treat ideas that way. We filter them through, make sure it's good, test it, gets to my desk, we run the business. So yes, I'm literally running, or someone on my team who works directly with me is running every business model we talk about. Every time. That's why I don't endorse big launches and I don't do big launches because someone comes out with this great new idea, right? It's this $4,000 concept no one's ever heard of and everyone's excited about it. And they'll come to me and say, Jim, if you just sell our course, man, we'll give you a $2,000 commission for every unit sold, man. You could have like a half million or a million dollar day. I'm like, no, thanks. What? Are you nuts? Well, I need to maybe six months from now, once my team's investigated it, can we see the content? Oh no, we can't show you the content. Just trust us. It's great. I'm like, that's not good enough. It's got to go through our filter process. And odds are it wouldn't make it through our filter process because we already taught it probably a year ago anyway. So why would I endorse your big shiny project launch? So we just don't do them. Haven't in years. And we come out smelling like a rose every time one of these big ones rolls through. And sure enough, a few months later, everyone from that community is coming over to us going, oh man, I shouldn't have bought that. I should have just listened to you guys. Our community is basically full of those folks now that have been burned a few times and now they've learned the hard way. So I love our filtering process and you are a huge part of it. You and, and Cooper and the consultants. If you want to talk to someone on the phone from our team, go to jimcockrumcoaching.com. Very low pressure. Just talk it through. We're going to leave you better than we found you. That's the only kind of people I let represent my name. 
you know, I've, I've got my reputation is one of the, and this is another biblical concept. It's one of the strongest assets I have in this life. My reputation it has to be protected. So I've been very intentional about protecting it. We have fired people before who didn't do a good job of representing and protecting my reputation. If you're going to work for me and use my name, you better act like you're carrying around an expensive, priceless, very fragile item all day, every day. And that's, that's a requirement we put on them. So you can expect a great experience. You can expect to be treated professionally and have a great friendly conversation with someone who knows what they're talking about and investigate, Hey, is coaching for me or not? And if it's not, you know, we'll send you a free book or check out one of our courses. Maybe that's a better place for you. That's fine too. Are we free or cheap? No, we're not the cheapest in town. We pride ourselves on charging the money we need to be able to pay great people, a great income in order to serve our great clients. So please excuse us while we work for the people who we are a perfect fit for. We're not perfect for everybody. Um, but I think that's a good place to end, man. Uh, this was a great, this was fun. We're going to have to do more of this. And let us know, guys. Send us your feedback if you like doing this kind of thing where I bounce around ideas with people on my team. And, you know, it wasn't real scripted. We set this up for a couple minutes, and then we just kind of let the let the recorder roll. So hopefully you enjoyed this. If you want to meet Nathan, be sure to come to one of our live events. He's at pretty much all of them. And he likes to go out to ASD out in Vegas and hit the wholesale shows. Maybe you can do that with him sometime too. He'll be out there walking around and sharing ideas. But And you've been doing this a long time, buddy, and you've been doing it well for a long time. Thank you for your partnership. I appreciate you. Man, it's it's a blast working with you, Jim, uh, You know, and all the people that I get to work with. And and if you want to talk about loving what you do, I mean, I'm just so blessed. I love what I do. I do what I love. I love selling products online. I love helping people. All of the CES, consult, expand, sell strategies that I've learned from you, I apply them. And I'm so grateful to you for you know sharing all this with me and putting me in the position that I'm in so that I, I can be part of the filtering system and, and share this with, the, with people that are, that are at that time and place in their life where they're ready to start taking action to get the results it's just it's really fun it's you know when you know people tell you you changed my life and you know i mean i get emotional about it so that's why you know to me doing this stuff it just it comes so naturally because it's what god put me here to do yeah it, we don't just I help it. we don't just help people buddy what do we do we help them we help them become successful yeah, we help them exactly. get results real results yeah because it's there's just, it, helping people succeed there's an accountability there there's a lifelong partnership so we don't just help people sometimes people say oh i love how you guys help people and i'll say no we don't help people we help them succeed if they're ready to work <laughs> well we love helping people succeed but uh, that's a good place to end, buddy. Well, hey, all right. God bless you, buddy. And if you're listening to this and you spent some time with Nathan and I, thank you so much. It's such an honor doing this. And I love that you just spent almost an hour and 15 minutes hanging out with us today. That is huge. Thank you for that gift to me of your time. That's, that's huge. Hey, man, it's a gift to me. I just, uh, I'm very lucky to be in the position that I'm in. Yeah, we're we're blessed, buddy. And that's the kind of gratitude. That's the kind of gratitude we'll, that will, you know, that keeps moving what we're doing forward. I mean, I love the opportunity to be able to expand and explore and and work with you on these uh, all these different projects. So it's I'm every bit as grateful. Man, we're in the right business, buddy. We got we got a good team. So hey, all right, I hope you enjoyed this show. Send us your feedback. If you haven't subscribed yet, download iTunes on any desktop or Mac. Click subscribe to the Silent Sales Machine Radio Show, and also leave us a review. We really like those five-star reviews, which we just passed 100, by the way, today, as we're recording this. Just passed 100 reviews, which that was a rocket ship from zero to 100 reviews. That just I've seen some shows out there, Nathan, with years 
of content and they haven't hit a hundred reviews yet. So man, thank you listener for doing that. If you haven't yet, we'd love to see yours too. We'll talk to you next time. Silent Sales Machine Radio with Jim and Nathan signing off. <laughs>